This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. All the music is African. Brazilian music. All of it. Dominican music. uh, Spanish drums. All the music is African music. So, you know, you getting on the Afro beat now. I've been in Africa. They've been doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It ain't new. All the music is African. You know what I'm saying? But you right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even in, in Puerto Rico, when you go to uh uh Caribbean, like let's let's speak about Latinos not being black. Latinos are black. Mm-hmm. In Cuba at one time there was eight million Cubans. Five million, unfortunately, were slaves. Three million were actual Cubans. And they integrated and had babies. Same thing with Puerto Rico when you go to Los I- Loisa and when you talk about Santeria, that came from the motherland, Africa. You know, uh, sometimes Latinos might even identify identify themselves with African and black culture more than black people. Mm-hmm. This ain't no crazy thing. Fat Joe ain't on crap. Fat Joe ain't on crack. That nope. was Fat Joe, even though a lot of Latinos on the Twitter sphere were mad at him for that. Very mad. Like, yes. ah, I'm Spanish. I'm Spanish. <laughs> he wasn't talking no lies up in here. But here's what I reason why I wanted to play that. And this was a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to talk about this. Larie Favors is here. Larie hey, Daniel yo. Favors over at the Center for Law and Social Justice at Megar Evers College mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. That's it. Um, is because all religion is African. Mm-hmm. And so as we were talking to Mr. Silbigger, I wanted to have this conversation, a different conversation, yeah. in addition to putting the seven principles down, because as you aptly pointed out, they're actually in line with the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Yeah. I teach at Hunter College, mm-hmm. and I, at some point I taught um, a publishing class, and the very first book published in this world was the Gutenberg, mm-hmm. the Gutenberg Bible. So I asked this question to you, Laurie, um, Black folk, Africans, are a oral person. However, we can argue about whether papyrus was the first mm-hmm, paper, mm-hmm. the hieroglyphs were the first etchings, maybe, mm-hmm. the first storytelling mm-hmm. in caves. But in order to see that, you have to travel. Hmm. What my brothers from the Jewish faith were able to do were to be the scribes. So mm-hmm. Gutenberg being the first printing press, the first printing press, which then was able to print the Bible that was written, not, you know, we can have this, I want to have this discussion. So yeah. I'm going to have this discussion, y'all. Yeah. All right? So just be ready and be open-minded, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. If the first Bible was printed on a printing press, the Gutenberg Bible, and if the Bible was inscribed, which you took the stories and the person that wrote the stories and put it on paper right. and then printed it and then disseminated it right. globally, mm-hmm. And then somehow, magically, those people became the chosen people. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if I'm writing a story, I'm, I'm going to be the chosen. hero. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the hero. I'm not saying they're not <laughs> special. I'm not saying they're not. Right. I'm saying that if I'm writing it, you give it to me, and I'm going through it, and I transcribe it. Mm-hmm. Oh, right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I begat, and then they begat, mm-hmm. and then they begat, and chosen Yeah. Hebrew. And God Israelite told me that we were the chosen. Yeah. And then somehow when we pray to God, we say amen, mm. which is actually Egyptian. Amen ra. Okay, but, mm. but I learned that because I spent how many years in Egypt? Right. So all of these stories from the virgin birth to Jesus right. to all. Right. 
and even though I don't acknowledge Jesus, all of I all of these prophets, mm-hmm. um, there's a counterpart. Right. But they're written in caves that I got to travel yeah. to go read on walls. Right. But I get to put it in a press mm-hmm. and disseminate it. So I'm... I'm not saying that what you believe in your Bible is not true because I do believe that the word is written on your spirit. Mm -hmm. Word for word, though, you got to have an eyebrow up on just about everything, number one. And that's okay because even Mr. Silbiger said, you're supposed to challenge and question everything, so why don't we? So I'm going to put the why question out, Larique, to you. And while we ponder this and take the calls, 866-801-8255, if anyone want to join us today for this Bible lesson that we're about to have, (laughs) do not call us with scripture because that could be for gazy. I'm just saying, your scripture might be faulty is all I'm... We're going to have church today. It's going to mm. be a little different. But before we mm-hmm. get to that, let me welcome to the show. He is the lawyer for the family of Botham John. He's part of our family as well. S. Lee Merritt. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Hello. All right. Is he there or not? You, you just told me. Did he hang up? All right. Smith, Smith, His spirit is there. Is there. In All the right. spirit realm. Call back. All right. Well, he'll, maybe he'll call back. All right. Yes. While we wait for him, go ahead, Lori. Yeah. Since we, we are dealing in the spiritual realm, um, the Bible is not our book. And we have to remember that the books in the Bible, the 66 books that we now call the Bible, and I, I say the number because there was a time when there were more books. There were in that compilation, there were times when there were less books. Um, if you were an enslaved black person, you might have gotten a very slim version of the Bible because all the stories about freedom and liberation were edited out um, so that the, that Bible could be useful for perpetuating slavery. Um, when each book of the Bible was written, save maybe the Torah. Maybe. And, and even I'm going to even apply this to them. But when I the Torah being the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, um, those were not <laughs> books that were intended to what? So just like, <laughs> so, say that again. Say Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, <laughs> Numbers and Deuteronomy. Um, those were not those 66 books weren't written with the intention that this is going to be a part of a compilation that will ultimately be called the word of God. Those individual 66 books were at some point letters that someone was writing to a very specific Ooh, I'm about to bang up the, the yes, spirits is in Keep the room, knocking down. up the microphone. Those, the, some of those letters were written to very specific people addressing very specific issues. Now, by virtue of those letters being included in the canon that we call the Bible, we apply those lessons that were written to a very specific people in a very specific time with a very specific cultural issue to our general lives today in 2019. Now... I would suggest that most books have some wisdom that can be taken out of it. And books beyond the Bible, books within the Bible, we can all find principles to live by, things that can be empowering for us. But we have to have a historical understanding of how the Bible and religion comes to be so that we can determine, am I going to make life and death decisions based on a particular person's interpretation of this book, which is a part of a group of books that was compiled over a 1,600-year period? at various parts of the world. So if I, Larie, and all my ancestors for the past 1,600 years, and, and actually, let me pause. 
if we go beyond just the, the five books of the Bible, let's even look at the New Testament. Mark, Luke, John, Matthew. These are the first four books of the New Testament. And people often think that Matthew wrote Matthew and Mark wrote Mark and Luke. That's not what happened. These were oral stories that were communicated for decades after the happening of, after the historical experience of Jesus, after they experienced Jesus, they told stories about their experiences with him. They shared those stories and passed them down. And then several hundred years later, people began to write those stories down. So the book of Matthew, when it says, and Jesus was born in the major, that wasn't written when Jesus was born in the major. That wasn't even written when Jesus was alive. That was written based on someone's memory of that story being told to them several hundred years after Jesus had already left the scene. So we have to have this historical conversation. And it should make us uncomfortable because for a very long time, part of slavery success was in getting us to literally believe the white supremacist version of Christianity. Let's take that white supremacy out of it okay because i think that does something to our brain we okay. are hardwired to hear that and there are bug ways out. to get around it let's get around it okay what you're saying just factual mm -hmm. if that's the case because there are people who live their life based yes. on chapter and verse yes. of this book called yes. the bible mm -hmm. and they will destroy you mm -hmm. they will admonish you they mm -hmm. will you know put you at arm's length if you do not follow every letter chapter and verse of this bible and i i was inspired reading because uh, i'm reading the fire next time james mm. baldwin who had his complicated relationship who was a pastor at some right. point right. and he said he was at his most spiritual but as uh, also at his most further away from God as he ever been in the pulpit mm. overcome by emotionalism mm. further away couldn't be further away from God to, and and he talks about his journey away from the church mm. and I think you know for me what I walked away with reading is I've always challenged and questioned things that I've read but yeah. I've always also understood the awesome power of God that's right and so do two things can be true that's exactly I can right. love the Lord I know that Jesus Christ lives and mm -hmm. I, I can I can follow and embody the things that I've read in the New Testament, whether I believe them to be true or not, they That's feel right. right in my spirit. That's I right. believe when it says in the beginning was the word and the word the became word was flesh. With God and word was God. Yes. I believe that. Yes. And I'm not picking and choosing. I just know that the spirit, if the word can become flesh, then mm -hmm. that means that we are the embodiment of God. So what you read, your spirit will line up with it. That's right. And this is the thing that, I, you know, I want to have a conversation that we have to be sophisticated in our adventures and in the way in which we approach not just religion, yeah, but also one another. So yeah. let's have that conversation. Maybe Lee Merritt will call back and we'll have a conversation with him as well. I would love to have this conversation with you, mm -hmm. especially you Bible thumpers out there. <laughs> but but don't call up with dogma. Dogma yeah. dogma is to indoctrinate. Yeah. Dogma is to indoctrinate. Mm -hmm. We're not about indoctrination, we're about freedom. Let's yeah. free our minds and yeah. the rest will follow.